right, everybody. Welcome back to another edition of the Teardown. My name is Jeff Buck, and along with my coworker Jordan Bianchi, we are motorsports writers for the Athletic, and we're here to talk about race number one of the 2023 NASCAR Cup Series playoffs at Darlington Raceway, where Jordan is. He's just witnessed the Southern 500, and Kyle Larson is the victor. And uh, well, it's I mean, this, I guess, happened last night, technically, because it's it's already Monday morning, your time, Jordan. Uh, you, you've already had a long day, I assume there. It has been a long day. It feels like that's the theme for the last few weeks, you know, Daytona and then Darlington. And it's going to be a late one tonight. But that's kind of what we expect with this race. And this was this race unfolded exactly what we kind of expected and very similar to last year. Right. A lot of playoff drivers had issues and we leave here with a lot of questions and guys thinking that they were secure, not so much. And then guys who were kind of on the bubble leaving here in a relatively good spot. So it sets up for next uh, interesting next two weeks. Yeah. It's, it's kind of funny because uh, I don't want to throw anybody under the bus, but uh, <laughs> one of our media colleagues, I guess, asked um, in the, in the press conference, like, are, you know, are, are you surprised uh, that there, that so many playoff drivers, um, you know, seem to run into various issues tonight. And I wanted to be like, no, like why, who would be surprised? Like, this is exactly oh. what, uh, we would have thought, like, this is what this race has generated. Yes. Um, this is, this is the whole thing, right? Like it's every, everybody all on media day and all the stuff, you know, we've got to avoid mistakes in the first round. We can't make mm -hmm. mistakes. You can't shoot yourself in the foot. We just got to have smooth races and then Darlington being Darlington and then just the playoff opener and everything like that. Uh, mistakes happen and that's the story of the race, right? Like who, who didn't make mistakes? Um, so really it was sort of the Darlington race you would expect in a lot of ways, right? Everything. I mean, this really played out very similar to last year in a lot of respects of that the guys were running well, and then all of a sudden something would happen and derail the chances. It looked for a good portion of this race, like Danny Hamlin was going to run away and win this race. And you're like, okay, well, like I guess that's exciting. Sure. And, and it wasn't the case. And then he had his issue, you know, with a loose wheel. And then once that happened, it just kind of set off this chain of events. And from there, you throw everything into a blender. And, you know, between Kevin Harvick and Martin Truex Jr. and Logano and Chastain and Bubba Wallace and so forth and so forth. It's just it was a it was a night where it just seemed like very few of these guys. And I'm looking at the list right now. And I think maybe three Byron, Busher, and Keselowski were the only three that didn't really have an issue of some sort tonight. Maybe Blaney, though, he had a car that went sideways for a little while and he had to recover. Yeah, I mean, it's it's pretty – when you look at this list, you're like, well, that guy had trouble, that guy had trouble. Uh -huh. um, well, let, I'll tell you what. Let's just go down the list. Let's go in order of points, and let's play a little game where we talk about how we think these drivers would be feeling or should be feeling – uh, or the ones you talk to, maybe you know how they're feeling um, about their their race, about the, their point situation after Darlington. Um, obviously, let's start with with Kyle Larson, right? He comes out, uh, probably didn't have the fastest car. Uh, I wouldn't say he had the fastest two cars, maybe three cars, um, maybe three. But, uh, you know, he, he's able to get it done. He's able to take advantage of, of the situation. Obviously, you talked about with, with Hamlin. Uh, we'll talk later, you know, Harvick probably could have won this race. Um, he's able to, you know, get past Reddick, hold Reddick off. Um, no surprise, certainly. I mean, he, you know, somebody I picked for my final four. I think you have him in your final four. Is that right? Yes, that is correct. Yeah. yeah. So we both have him in our final four. 
you know, this is somebody we expect to make a deep playoff run. Um, you know, he's, he's been good at Darlington consistently and he closes it out, gets it done. I mean, obviously you feel, you know, I think, I think if you're him, it's not like you're like, wow, we're, we're really going to have a chance at the playoffs this year. You're like, yeah, okay. We, we started off what we're exactly what we're supposed to be doing. Right. Yeah. I mean, for me, this was big win because we talked a lot about Kyle Larson's inconsistency and how, yes, he's got the most top five finishes this year, but he's also got 60 and F's and I forgot the exact number of you know, play of number of finishes in the thirties, it, but it's large, but this is a team that's very inconsistent. And now really for round one, it doesn't matter, right? Like you, if you, as long as you're winning in a round, you can be the inconsistent as you want, because the next two weeks he could go finish 35th in both races and it doesn't matter at all to him. And so to get this win and, and to move yourself forward, it takes a huge amount of pressure off anybody in that position but especially this team who's not shown the ability this year to string together successive races where they finish well. Well, and one thing Cliff Daniels pointed out after the races, you know, we're, we're behind on, on playoff points. And that was almost, that almost deterred me a little bit from even going with Larson for my final four, because I thought, well, you know, he really doesn't have the playoff points that you would typically expect out of a, uh, you know, somebody that makes a championship run, but you know, you see right here, he gets five more, you know, right away for the next round. And, you know, now he can just worry about, you know, Bristol, Kansas, um, this round, you know, he's already locked in. So he, they can just try to pilot on more, maybe a couple more stage wins. Um, you know, maybe he wins Bristol or something like that. So, um, you know, they're, they're in, they're in decent shape, obviously. Um, they were going to be fine anyway, but I think this is a, this is a big boost for them in terms of, you know, making it all the way and, and sort of erasing the inconsistency of their year. Um, so Second in points now, and actually the points leader by one, but, you know, obviously, you know, the way that uh, with automatic births doesn't really matter. But William Byron is plus 45 to the good on the cutoff line. He finished fourth. And as you mentioned earlier, uh, he really had just a smooth, clean night. Really didn't seem like they got into any incidents. Nothing really went wrong. Um, yeah, I mean, I mean he, he may have run a little bit outside the top five for a while, but he was pretty much up there most of the night. So how, if you're William Byron, how are you feeling leaving Darlington? Really good. Didn't necessarily qualify the best. And, it, you know, you had to work your way up there. You came in plus 29. You're leaving plus 45, heading to a track where you had a very fast car in the spring. And so I think if you're William Byron, you're very, very happy with how tonight went because it wasn't like you had a dominant car but you made the most of it and you capitalized on other people's mistakes. And now your point cushion is such you can have a mulligan these next two races and still feel pretty good about your chances to move forward. I mean, really at this point, they would have to have two back-to-back -back bad races in a row and probably something else kind of wonky in some terms of someone below the cut line winning for them not to move on. It's, it's, it's very unlikely at this point. Right. Yeah. I, I do think though, I, I think you're really happy and you feel like, Hey, we, we came and executed and we had a smooth night, but I think you're probably also wondering like, man, like we, we want to win too. Like this is a team that, you know, would like to win the title. We want to make a final four run. And when you see your teammate go up there and win, um, you know, there's gotta be a little bit of like, okay, like do, do we have the same speed or like, are, are we going to be okay here? So, um, that's, you know, but again, I think you leave feeling pretty good, but there's probably a little tinge of, eh, 
all right, we, we I'd like to see something else at Kansas next week. You know, um, let's let's run with our teammate uh, a little bit closer at least. But um, you know, obviously fourth place not a bad night at all. So you can't really can't really complain about that. Um, third in points now, <laughs> somebody that we both had in our playoff picks on the athletic. <laughs> Don't read that. Don't read we, it. We both had this person I'll missing the uh, being eliminated after round one. Uh, that is stop the narrative, Jeff, and just say it's Tyler Reddick and let's just move on. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need the setup. So, but here, here's the thing. Um, look, you know, it, it was never about Tyler Reddick and he's plus 30 to the good right now. You know, it, it's never about, okay, do they have the speed? Does Tyler Reddick have the talent? You know, can they get it done? But personally, I don't know what, why you didn't pick him, but I, I just didn't trust this team or I haven't trusted this Same team thing. all year. Same reason. Yeah. You know, there's too many mistakes and you can't really see, you You rarely see them put together a full race. Um, and I mean, to be honest, despite his second place finish tonight, they almost threw it away because Billy Scott makes a, you know, he sees Harvick pitting. Um, and that honestly for Rodney Childers and Kevin Harvick, that, that looked like it was going to be the race winning call or it, it very well could have been. Um, he was going to undercut him um, to short pit by one lap and Reddick, you know, they, they tried calling Reddick's pit road. I was listening to his, you know, radio at the time they tried getting him. And, and there was this, I heard this, somebody's voice said too late and Reddick had pretty much tried to stop on the track. Ryan Newman runs in the back of him. Kevin Harvick then is a situation where he's coming to pit road and we could talk about later, you know, why, why he pitted and didn't just, you know, drive through and lose the track position. But that, that was the moment right there. I mean, um, but Reddick, for his part, comes away unscathed, um, continues on, finishes second, had a chance to run for the win. So how do you feel if you're Reddick? I think you feel really good. Um, in a race where it's really easy to make mistakes, this team largely got through here unscathed, and now they went from plus two to plus 30. That's huge. And for a team where you don't know what you're going to get week to week, to get out of Darlington in this position, going to a racetrack where 2311 should be really strong and is one of Tyler's better tracks, I think you're feeling really, really good right now because if you can go to Kansas and do what you're capable of doing and run and finish in the top five and get some stage points, then it makes Bristol a lot easier for you, which is a little wonky. And to your point, they've left a lot of points on the table this year. They left a lot of wins on the table. And so... In a race where it seems like everybody had, just about everybody had issues and threw away potentially good finishes, they didn't. And that is huge for this team. And he, look, he had a great, I mean, he had a great mentality chasing down Larson. He knew, hey, I can't push this too far. I'm going to give away a lot of points. Um, he knew that he was having a really good points night. And that was really important. Um, I, you know, obviously I, I think if you're him, you feel really good, especially with the season they've had where you're like, man, can we not just put a race together? They pretty much do it to, uh, to start the playoffs here. And, uh, yeah, you you, you really put yourself in a much more comfortable position, uh, with breathing room. And so, yeah, like you said, two, two good tracks coming up next. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd feel pretty good. Fourth in points, Chris Busher, who had won three straight ovals coming into this weekend and uh, was really in the mix there at the end, too. Uh, finished mm -hmm. third, 
another strong run. It just seems like you keep thinking, well, I mean, at some point, you know, they're not going to keep doing this, are they? And they do. Um, he is plus 27 to the good. Uh, just super impressive. What can you say about this team? Just solid. They don't, they don't make mistakes. Um, I'm sure he wanted to win, but you, you've got to feel, I, I would think if you're him, you feel again, just like sort of with Reddick, like you feel pretty good, uh, with, with race number one here, right? Absolutely. And I think a couple things here is one didn't have any issues tonight. I mean, besides the fire on pit road, which was pretty, that wasn't a small fire, by the way, they said in the radio, that was a really small fire. That was not a small fire. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but you really feel good about where you're at. And and then what stands out to me beyond obviously padding your point lead by 13 is more sp- continued speed on the ovals. It didn't disappear. It's still there. And that to me bodes well going into Kansas, which there are some similarities there with Michigan a little bit. And if you're looking at this going, man, this team on its last four oval races has got three wins and a third place finish. They, you would think they're going to be in the mix at Kansas for a, a good top 10 somewhere. That's what you want right now. That's what you need. I like this team a lot. They have to feel really good about their chances. I think they're in a great spot. And by the way, just the other two, after Kansas is Bristol where he won at a year ago. That's right. Yep. Yep. So uh, the first four, pretty much all sunshine and roses. But now we're going to get into some people that might not be feeling as good. Starting with the person fifth in points, actually tied with Chris Busher, plus 27, and that is Denny Hamlin. So on the one hand, you could, you know, if you're Denny Hamlin, you go, well, wait, I mean, gosh, we led 177 laps. We dominated this race. We were going to win the race. That would have been the narrative had the loose wheel not happened. You know, 90 to go or whatever it is, uh, they pit. He immediately feels like he's got a loose wheel, says, I can't stay out any longer. I've got to come to you. Team says, we didn't really see anything, but he, of course, knows what he felt. Yeah. And uh, so, but I mean, as a result, you know, you go from having a, a pretty decent points cushion. Um, you're you're now plus 27. Uh, you just don't really, I, you know, you first of all, you gave one away. He gave a crown jewel away. He gave away a win where he's trying to get, um, you know, his, his personal career totals. Um. So all that stuff hurts, you know, he can't, he can't afford to give up wins at this point in his age and his career. Uh, and that, that stings, right. Cause he's trying to get to 60, all that, all that kind of stuff. But, um, you know, it doesn't affect, I, I wouldn't really think it affects his playoff chances because I mean, you look at it and Toyota's led all but 60 laps tonight, 307 of 367 laps. They just didn't close it out. But you know, if you, if you're him, you're like, well, we have fast cars. So that's good. You know, you, you, you know, you're looking at your final four chances, your championship hopes that doesn't really affect anything tonight, except you, you know, lost some points, I guess. But, um, yeah, I think he probably just hates to miss out on the win and, and whatever, you know, he doesn't, he's going to look at it and be like, well, I'm just, I don't really care that I'm plus 27. I just care that we lost. And, uh, that really is going to sting because they, they gave that one away. They did, and that's kind of where I fall on this, is that this was a win. They, they should have won this race, they, they, no doubt. And when you're Hamlin at this point in your career, wins, winning major races, and taking another step towards winning a championship are really the only thing that matters. You left one on the table tonight. And I think back to last year when Denny was eliminated at Martinsville, he pointed back to Pocono and the Miss 
bonus points that that cost that he lost in that day. And to me, I look ahead and I say, what happens if like another Martinsville happens and you lost out on these bonus points? And so big picture, this could mean something in the, you know, is he, is he in danger of getting eliminated? No. I mean, he's fine. He's going to Kansas. By the way, he won at Kansas, you know, earlier this year, he, you know, he's really good at Bristol. Like that, the points in the, in the, in the micro, I'm not a concerned about because he's going to get on to round two, no problem. But the bonus points and potentially what that could mean. And then it, like you point in the resume and everything else, like, this stinks. This this is going to hurt a little bit. You leave here knowing you left one on the table for sure. Well, and to your point also, yeah, the five playoff bonus points that would have come with it. I mean, he got two playoff bonus points, um, you know, to take into the next round for for his stage wins. But I mean, he could have he could have swept the whole thing. Um, that would have really helped, you know, going in the future. And you know, also let's not act like it's a guarantee now to make it to the next round. I mean. If something happens, you know, and, and fluky weird things do happen that aren't in your control, right? Um, you know, you really don't have that much of a cushion anymore, 27 points. So, um, you know, he's got to have two clean races. And he could easily, you know, he could obviously win. But, uh, yeah, I think you're feeling pretty bad. Uh, as is sixth place, Martin Truex Jr., the regular Ooh. season uh, champion. Um was tied for the number one seed is now six in points. Like I said, plus 25, they were way off. Something was, they, they, I mean, they were, that was, this is a terrible, terrible thing for them. They missed big time. And I think this is where I fall on this. And it's really easy to talk about how, you know, this is one of his best tracks and they should have come here and done better, blah, blah, blah. But I will say this, they were bad tonight. They were horrible, right? They still leave here plus 25. That's pretty good. And yeah, I mean, they may have used their mulligan up tonight, but when you're plus 25, you're still in a pretty good spot. And I think that's the big thing is like, man, as bad as we were, we're still comfortably above the cut line going to a track that we is one of Martin's absolute best. And so I, I would feel good about that because it could have been a lot worse tonight, but it wasn't. We salvaged it and we're still coming out of here in a relatively decent spot. So I, I guess I'm more trying to be the glasses half full perspective on this. Oddly, despite finishing 18th, he ends up being the top finishing Joe Gibbs racing car. <laughs> I mean, what a, what a would, bad... You would have never predicted it at all tonight. Like when this race, like halfway this race, there's no way. No way. Yeah. Because number one, going into the race, you would have said, I mean, I would have was thinking, okay, it's either going to be, you know, one of the Hendrick guys or one of the Gibbs guys, that, that was going to be my thought. Right. And then, so when, when Truex is off to start, that's one thing, but then, you know, even, even at the halfway point, you're like, well, Gibbs is having a good night. Truex might not be, but you know, bell, um, you know, he, at least he started well, um, Denny is dominating, you know, the, the Toyotas look good. And then, yeah, I mean, for, for them to not even, you know, have a car in the top 17 yikes, but, um, Hey, if you're going to have a bad race, do it in race number one of round one and give yourself plenty of time to recover, right? So um, it's not like this is round three. All right, so uh, seventh place in the points right now, Kyle Busch. And uh, he's plus 20. And um, I don't know, if you have you heard the audio that's going around Twitter a little bit yet? Somebody clipped it. No, uh, what did I miss? So... Uh, 
it's the last two laps of his in car and he's really, it's not looking like he's going to be able to pass Logano and on the, on out of turn four, he just puts it up on the high side and, and rubs it against the, the wall almost not like a Chastain, but I mean, he, he made a little contact with the wall and, and, you know, uh, Logano tried to hold him off, but he, he got such a run that he beat him at the line and you hear Kyle come over the radio and he goes, ha ha ha. Like he was really happy that he passed Logano, uh, to get that last spot for 11th place. But, um, you know, I thought it was more juicier than that. I was like, I was hoping for something like, you know, scandalous or something. Oh no, no. It's just that, you know, he laughed after he passed Logano. You got, you got my expectations. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just thought it was kind of funny. That's fine. Um, but yeah, so, you know, they were, I think he even says after that on the radio, like, Hey, we were probably an eighth to 12th place car. We ended up on sort of the back end of that. So, um, you know, it was not the, uh, not the most amazing night, you know, to start like a championship run, but Hey, um, seventh of points, not terrible. Plus 20, not terrible. I think you, you know, if you're him, you leave and you're like, eh, all right. Like, it's okay. I I'm, I don't hate it. You know, it's something to work with at least. Um, and he knows that, you know, especially Bristol for him, like that's, that's pretty, he's, he's going to be good. So, um, yeah, I mean, what do, what do you think? I mean, is that, is that about what he's thinking right now at this point? Here's what I have on what happened to Kyle Busch tonight. This is okay. the list, uh, crashed in practice and they broke, they, they broke the toe link on the car, had to make adjustments, which meant he had to start in the back tonight. So started in the back, and then at one point he hit the wall pretty good and came down pit road and told the team, basically using Kyle language, it's killed. <laughs> and so, you know, damaged the car there and then got a piece of that other crash, uh, or I guess you could say maybe even caused it, but whatever. The Gilland he, one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so he got damaged there. And despite all of that, though, he picks up eight points on this. So... I'm feeling pretty good. Like we had a lot work against us tonight. Lot, some of it was self-inflicted for sure, um, which is kind of a recurring theme this year for this team. But we still picked up eight points. We're okay, and we still got Bristol out there. Where, like you said, Kyle is really good. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of feeling pretty. I'm not feeling great, but I'm feeling like okay, okay. We 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 managed. We got through this. Yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, you always want more if you're if you're Kyle Bush, yeah. right? Um, but. Um, I think that's fair. You just feel okay. Um, And probably the same could be said for Brad Kozlowski, who finishes sixth. He is eighth in points plus 18 on the cut line. And, you know, he, the sort of the defining thing for him, I mean, they, they were running well. Yeah. They were at fourth and they decided to pit and they restarted. I think 17th is what I, I think that's what I have. Somewhere back there. Yeah. On fresh tires. And they thought, you know what? let's drive up there on the fresh tires um, because people, you know, they'll have older tires and, and this last run here, we can, we can pick some people off. But that wasn't the case tonight though. Like you notice that it, like tires weren't the huge difference that we usually see at Darlington. It didn't feel like. Yeah. I mean, well, he got up to sixth. He did, but, but... It, just, it wasn't like you normally see at Darlington. This happened to Harvick too at one point where he had a fresher tires than the guys in front of him. And it wasn't like this huge game changer like we so often see here. I I don't know. I didn't really. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I okay. I, I mean, it, they still made a difference. They were still falling off. Sure. But yeah, I I can't really. I don't know. I don't know. I don't have a, I don't have an opinion on it. I guess. But um, 
you know, I, I think you feel like, hey, look, both RFK cars, top six in the playoff opener. We we have we have speed. We have something to work with. Uh, so, you know, solid, decent, right? Like you're not, you don't hate it. You don't love it. Um, you know, I think you always kind of want more. I mean, he's, he's not in a great position on the playoff cut line, but you know, especially for Keselowski, he didn't come in with that many playoff points anyway at all. So, um, you know, to be plus 18, you know, again, he ran well at Bristol last year too, until he popped a tire. So, um, I think you'd feel decent. I don't think you go home and celebrate, but I think you feel like, all right, you know, we, we, we got out of the first one, right? I think you're feeling really good about this. If you're Brad Keselowski, my, by my really math, good, you think? Yeah. I mean, he picked up 15 points tonight, which in terms of number of points picked up only trails, Byron Reddick, and there's one other one on my list and I apologize. So he had like the third or fourth most gained points tonight. Okay. That's, you know, and for a guy who came in plus three, razor thin margin of error there. You've just, you know, now you're plus 18. That's, you know, in your head of one, two, three, four guys above the cut line. That's, that's a nice little buffer to have. That that makes you feel good. So I think you're feeling good about this and kind of echoing what I said about Busher. There's been no fall off in the RFK speed. The speed that we have seen on oval tracks at the end of the regular season has carried over so far into the playoffs, that's a promising sign going forward looking at Kansas. Well, I mean, the only thing is uh, also like you're still, it's your teammate is the one that keeps getting in contention for the wins and podiums. Wow. And yeah, um, well, I mean, you'd like the, to have a little more of that speed, I'm sure. But yeah, but I you're, mean, you're right though. I mean, your, your point's well taken. I mean, that he, he, he was a big gainer tonight. So like I said, I mean, I'm, I'm sure he's not unhappy. I'm sure he's pleased, but it's also not like, all right, we're going to the final four, you know? No, it's it's just about surviving advance, right? And tonight, other people had issues. He did what he had to do, survive in advance. So I don't really know where to put this one. Um, Ryan Blaney. <laughs> um, Ryan Blaney's ninth in points, plus 16 on the cut line. He also finished ninth. But, I mean, if you're him... Um, it seemed like he had maybe the, I was looking at the practice stuff and I was like, Whoa, he could, he might have the fastest car. Like, could he win? I mean, that that was a lot of speed there. Um, so, you know, get nothing, you know, it's a top 10 finish in the playoff opener. You're like, okay, that's good. But I also feel like, are they looking at things going? I don't know. With, I don't, I don't know. They would be really like happy leaving this race. No, I mean, a lot of people were talking about Ryan Blaney going into this race. And for early portions of this race, he was kind of running solidly in the top five, six, kind of hanging around there and just kind of doing his thing. You kind of thought, okay, you know, sun's going to set, track's going to change. You just kind of put yourself in position to, to be there. And then through pit strategy and the car wasn't to his liking, he went all the way back. He was running in 20th at one point. And so... I don't know. I mean, it was a mad scramble at the at the end. It, it feels like it should have been better than it was, but it also was. Hey, we went from plus one to plus sixteen. That's encouraging. So it's just kind of a. Uh, it, it's really a microcosm of the year, right? Like at, they look good at times. They look sometimes borderline great, 
and then it's unfulfilled and things go wrong and you're kind of like well how do we assess this which feels like this Blaney season in a whole yeah i mean he was the top non rfk forward which these days um seems to be a badge of honor in itself cuz rfk is just keeps <laughs> keeps getting these great results um and you know penske seems to be behind a step and then uh shr behind that um you know, I, yeah, it's fine, but I just, I don't know. You just keep. You want more from that. Yeah, you keep well, wanting more. Right. At some point, you want to see this team find that extra lever and just become the dominating team that they should be. Blaney's good enough to be that driver. This team is going to be, be that team. And we see glimpses of it, but not enough. And it's. It's if I was a Blaney fan, and I'm sure they probably feel this way too, it's gotta be maddening, right? Like it's there. It feels like it should be there. You've got all these great ingredients to make this wonderful recipe, but instead of you're turning out baby food that no one wants to eat. <laughs> oh, baby food? Baby food sucks. how do you know baby food sucks? Have you tried it before? Have you never tried baby food? Well, how why would you know this? I have, well, two I, have children. I have I have friends of mine who have kids. I'm not like a you know, I mean well, I don't actually think we ever fed, fed our kids baby food, so no. What do you feed your kids? You know, that's ah, oh, jeez. Anyway, no, um, like you don't, don't, don't you have to like feed them baby food? Jordan, they drink milk the entire first year. Okay, they don't but eat then like, solids, and then that's okay. After the first year, don't they have to eat like food? Yeah, you can start giving them like food. You so know, it doesn't have to be baby food. Why does it have to be baby food? Like out of a little Gerber I'm, jar or whatever. It doesn't have yeah, to be yeah, that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you can mash up avocado, bananas, all sorts of stuff. Okay. They, they can they can do that. They don't have teeth, but they can eat soft foods, right. like actual real foods. They don't need to eat like little foods from a jar. All right. Hey, I learned something new tonight. Well, I mean, that's what we did anyway. Anyway, <laughs> um, so uh, let's see. Okay. Oh, here's one that's going to feel really good about himself. Oh, uh, man. 10th in points. Uh, after a fifth place finish, <laughs> Ross Chastain, he's plus 13 to the good. This is a guy who, um, since that Darlington, well, he, he finished top five at Kansas and the week, the next week was Darlington where the very notable Kyle Larson incident huh? happened. Since then his Nashville win was the only top five he had the entire mm-hmm. rest of the spring and summer entering the playoffs. Then this race starts and you're like, whoop, mm-mm. Like, I, I personally picked him to miss, uh, to get eliminated after this first round. Because I'm like, I just don't see it. I am not seeing the speed out of this team. And they can say that they're going to get it back and, you know, make the most out of it. And I'm just not seeing it right now. Uh, they, they seem to have lost a step or something in speed. So I don't know what it is. So then the race starts and I'm thinking, yep, that's what I thought. Like, they got lapped. They were running way toward the back of the pack that, I mean, it was a Herculean effort for him to stay on the lead lap for a while ahead of Reddick. Um, and that, that he ended up getting lapped on a, a pit cycle, but, um, you know, got the free pass and, and was able to hang in there and, and worked his way up, finished fifth. I would feel tremendous if I was Ross Chastain, uh, despite being 10th in points plus 13, I'd feel like this was practically a win. Like that was, that was a heck of a comeback and a really strong, uh, you know, just something to feel good about 
after they've really lacked that uh, going into the playoffs. Yeah, I agree with everything you said, 100%. This is, you're, you're leaving here on a high, feeling really good about yourself. Now, a lot had to happen to guys in front of you, you know, Harvick, uh, Hamlin, et cetera, but doesn't matter. You, you, you know, you take advantage of other people's mistakes. You leave here uh, with a fifth, pla- fifth place finish and you gain a bunch of points. Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about this. I'm, I'm feeling really, really good about this. Uh, Joey Logano is 11th in points. He finished 12th tonight. Actually, a nice comeback for him yes. after a, a broken toe link. He's only plus three to the good. And for the defending champion, that is not a place where you expect him to be way down the order there um, and really going to have to fight these next couple weeks just to make it out of this round. Um, I wouldn't be feeling good. I, I would be leaving Darlington driving back to North Carolina feeling like, man, we are, we've got some work to do. And even though, you know, you could say, well, a lot of the night was because we got put in the wall and we broke the tilling. I mean, it wasn't like they were running that well. I mean, correct me if I'm wrong. Uh, they didn't have like any sort of a car that was going to go up there and win. Right. So, I mean, maybe they did. Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. I, I Maybe I'm just more positive than you. I look at it and say, listen, we got into the wall a couple times. We broke a toe link. We had a lengthy stop on pit road. We had a, we had a scramble to finish that. This could have been a hell of a lot worse. This could easily been a finish where we are on the wrong side of that cut line and we're one of the four drivers that are you know looking up going, oh, man, we're in trouble. Instead... They're only plus three. It's not a lot, but it's a lot better than it could have been. So they salvaged it. You know, keep in mind, though, next two weeks, they have no margin of error, like none. And so you kind of used up your 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 mulligan, if you will, if you even had one, considering the points position they were in. Yeah, you you pretty much have got to be lights out the next two weeks, or you got to figure out a way to win one of these races, because otherwise, I mean, it's it's very possible he could be eliminated in round one. Christopher Bell, um, see, I think it's I think it's sort of flip flopped. Or like I I think what you just said about Logano, I sort of feel about Bell. Where I mean, here's a guy who starts off leading the race. The pit crew, his brand new pit crew that he just switched with, Ty Gibbs, has a, a bad pit stop start. The jack dropped too early, so he loses spots. He comes over the radio. They're like, no problem at all. Like he's positive and everything's all good. Um, they kind of Adam Stevens had him stay out a little bit longer. Um, to have a little bit fresher tires at the end of the stage. But at the end of the stage, he puts himself in the wall, like pretty hard and uh, damages the toe link. Um, they couldn't fix it up for him until uh, a caution for the lights going out, which actually really, really helped them stay in the game because they were able to make some extended repairs for that like 10 lap caution before the, uh, the, the red flag. Um, and, you know, he, he ends up leaving Plus one, he's 12th in points. He finished 23rd. I mean, first of all, even finishing 23rd, this could have been way, way worse for him. Could have been way lower. Um, and also, I mean, you would have thought as soon as he had his incident, and he he, he also got a piece that later crashed too, uh, you would have thought, man, there's no way he's leaving above the cut line. And again, plus one. It's not great, but I mean, if you're him, you're looking at it, you're going, Man, this to me like that could have been way, way worse. We're we're at least still in it. We're at least still on the good side of it. 
Yeah, but you lost six points tonight. You went from plus seven to plus one. And the issues with this team this year have been mistakes, self-induced mistakes, lack of execution, and throwing away strong finishes. And on a night when you had, let's just be generous, top five car, you were probably going to finish in the top 10 for sure, maybe top five, and your manufacturer Toyota dominated and instead you're you're scrambling because you got into the wall like no I, i'm leaving here pissed off and going what, what's going on here why do we, this keep happening if i'm christopher bell i'm going why do i keep putting myself in a position like at new hampshire where i overdrove and got in the crash why tonight did i push too hard and get in the wall and what is going on and why does this keep happening to this team why can we not maximize our performance on a consistent basis like we did earlier in the year why are we in this position now and it's great that you, you you were able to fix all of that and you were able to salvage it, but we still lost six points on a racetrack we should have done much better at. And now we can't have a bad result the next two weeks because if we do, we're out. Well, if you had these concerns, why'd you pick him for your final four? Uh, I thought he was going to get hot. I really did. I, I, I looked at last year and this team can get streaky and they do. And, and I will say it's admittedly called a, it's a hunch to some degree they did lead the point standing, and I looked at it last year. This team, shh, I, I just feel like if they can get past this, they they can win. And Bell is a tremendously talented driver. It's kind of like Reddick. You're going to have two extremes. You're going to either be really, really good playoff, or it's going to be the other end of the playoff. I thought with Bell, I thought they were going to be better. I thought the pit crew, addressing the pit crew issue was going to be a long way to that. Through one, through one race, that isn't the case. It's more of the same. And so right now, I'm, I'm not looking very smart. Well, let's hold off on that. Let's pump the brakes on that yet, Jordan. Uh, there's plenty of time. This It's one race. It's one race. It, it is one race. It, it is. But it's just, this is, the all of these issues are the issues that have inflicted this team all year. And at some point, you got you to gotta get past it. Bubba Wallace is the first driver below the cut line. He is minus one point. But that's a big gain mm-hmm. uh, from where he was. He finished seventh. Um, really good, strong comeback. Uh, I would imagine, I mean, it looked like in his post-race interview that he wasn't happy. Uh, you know, he, he got into it with Logano. He, he got into it with Almondinger at one point, but, uh, you know, look, you're going to come out in your first playoff race. Uh, well, I mean, he was in for the owner points, but you know, that you're in as a driver and, um, you know, finished seventh, pretty solid for the seven, 500, and get right basically basically back to even on the cut line uh going into Kansas where he won a year ago uh you would think like hey like we've i, I think I, I think I'd be feeling good I'd be feeling good if I was Wallace yeah i mean you're you're feeling good you're you're happy impressive recovery um it was a, it was an atypical race for them this year typically they run better in races than they finish races uh, this was kind of the opposite where they, they kind of were off early and then they got better and they, they were able to salvage the top 10. And that's, that's encouraging. Um, I, I like that. I think it's, it's good. Obviously I think Kansas to me is going to make or break their round round one and whether they make it to round two or not. And they, they held surf tonight. They did what they need to do. They went here, they ran top 10, they knocked off seven points. That's a good spot to be in. But now you got to go to Kansas and do it. So I, I, I'm encouraged by what I saw tonight. Um, Bubba and, and you know Bubba admitted afterwards, 
and he said it on the radio too. Like, I, I just, I got to keep in my head of like, I can't try to do too much. And if you can do that, this team is capable of it. And they showed in the second half of this race. And so good for them. I mean, seven, those seven points are huge. Well, again, you know, when he, the last lap of stage one, he spins and, you know, that could have been a time where he gets too rattled and, and, you know, tries to push and, um, you know, after that incident, right. And, and said he sort of gathered himself back up, um, and, and, you know, made a nice comeback. So that's, that's something you got to do in the playoffs. Things are going to happen, but it's, it's a lot of it's how you respond to it in those cases. So, um, you know, I, yeah, I'd feel, I'd feel positive. Now we are on to Kevin Harvick though. Oh boy. Boy, what a, what a story this could have been. I was, uh, I really thought he was going to win it. I did. Uh, he was he was tracking down Reddick. Um, Reddick at the time was saying, "Hey, um, you know my car seems to be popping out of gear." Um, and Harvick seemed to have speed. And I mean, if that pit call if that works, you know he's he's probably jumping him on the pit cycle, and he's probably going to have the lead in clean air. And as Cliff Daniels said afterwards, probably. Top four or five cars, whoever was going to have clean air wasn't really going to be passed. Um, boy, that would have been, uh, I, you, you would have, the stands would have about fallen down there to Kevin Harvick win in his last season to open the playoffs, Southern 500. Um, instead, he is two below the cut line, finished 19th. Um, man, what happened? What happened, Jordan? Huge, huge huge missed opportunity um i mean it's bad luck i mean you can't help that somebody spun out and a, a, a caution came up just as you're hitting pit road i you know looking at the tape and he said as much it just didn't seem like he could do anything at that point you're you're committed to pit road and you've already lost the track position at that point it doesn't even matter and no, no wait hold on though i don't agree with that if you drive through pit road and don't make a stop Yes, you've lost some track position, but everybody's under caution. You lose, say, I don't know, I, 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 what five something spots? I, I don't know what it would be. I don't know. Rodney felt like it was they were already sunk at that point. Well, okay, I, maybe I'm missing something then because the thing is they they made the pit stop and then you have to start at the back. Mm-hmm. But he, if he drives through, and say he's. Again, it's a, I guess we don't. We need to know how many spots he would have lost and where he would have lined up, and he still has to make another pit. I mean, it's just it depends on where he comes out and how many how, exactly how many number of spots he loses. Yeah, I'm not saying. I mean that that might have been that was either way. It was probably the end of the win. And yeah, that's what I'm saying. Right. That, that's what I'm saying. It's like it did. But points did, wise, points wise though, uh, I mean, I this team needs to win. Like, and Rodney said it. Rodney said the same thing. Like, we just need to win. And yeah, I mean the points suck i mean big time but considering where this team came in and the fact that they didn't have any bonus points and everything else i mean that this was the opportunity to win how many times this year how many races have we said that the four car was in a great position to win a race i can think of phoenix is one i can't think of too many races off the top of my head it hasn't happened a lot this year is my point but tonight was an opportunity and you don't know if you're going to get that opportunity in these other nine races. And in Kevin Harvick's last year, 
that team wants to win. They want to give their driver one last chance in victory lane. And this may have well been it. And unfortunately for them, it's just bad luck. There's nothing you can do about it. It sucks. He's frustrated. I get it. And so I, I think they leave here pissed off and angry and wondering why us and what happened. And, you know, yeah, they are great at Kansas historically, and he's great at Bristol, but there are no guarantees with this team. We just have not seen it from them this year. So, you know, it's so odd where all year long, right, we talk about, man, Harvick and this team, they just maximize every little bit. They just oh. take what they can get. And again, like this, this wasn't something of their doing. It, it was in response to their winning, potentially winning move. Yeah. Um, you know, they're like, Oh my gosh, we've got to get Reddick on the pit road because we've got to, we've got to try to, to counter what Harvick's about to do here. And he's, he's gonna, he's gonna jump us on, on pit road. Um, Reddick, you know, I don't know what the thought process was there. That, that was sort of a panic on their part, but again, like, I, I understand what you're saying. They've got to win. Like, and, and the win is what would have really mattered to them and, and all that stuff. I, I totally get that and acknowledge that. But I also feel like had they not made the pit stop there and not gotten the penalty, don't they finish better than 19th? Do they finish somewhere toward the top 10? And that's the difference between being 14th in points and 11th in points, which is, I mean, we've, we've all seen how much points matter in these cutoff races and stuff. I mean, that, that could be very, again, that is a crazy moment. It all happened really fast. Um, it's hard to, you know, jump on that. But when, when I saw it in real time, I thought, oh, he, he can't, he, if he comes on, if he comes off pit road now, he's going to have a commitment line violation because he's too far down and he, he's, he's going to cross over the box. So he's just going to go ahead and just drive down straight down pit road like you're allowed to do and just keep going and then come back around for his pit stop. So that's why I, that's why I'm saying when I was surprised when he actually made the pit stop for service. Um, again, though, like you said, it, the race is already lost, but I don't know, man, like those points, I, I really feel like that, that could matter. And that would be uh that would be a real shame. If it matters. Like, I mean, it absolutely matters. Um, but but either way, you're leaving feeling terrible. Yeah, absolutely I mean, terrible. You leave here, yeah, you're you're angry, and it's because you didn't do anything wrong in a race where a lot of people made mistakes and cost them them cost themselves. This team didn't do anything wrong. Just it was a they bad luck, and it's unfortunate because all your you know for a lot of the stretch, Kevin has said like we we continue to put ourselves in position, and the thing is, is what do you guys have to do to win? He's like, just keep putting yourself in position. You just keep putting yourself in position. And eventually, you know, luck is going to be on your side. Things are going to break your way and you're there. And they did that again tonight. And then, and unfortunately for them, it breaks the wrong way. And here they are. And not only that, but, you know, sort of salt in the wound in some, in some aspects, second straight playoff opener at Darlington. Think about last year with yeah. him, the fire. Oh yeah. His car burns down for no reason. No fault of his own. I mean, gosh, you just got to be like, dude. What the hell, you know? Mm. Yeah, I think that explains Rod Rodney's mindset. And, and you know, I talked to him on, 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 on the grid is like you can't control these things. You don't know, you know. We just want to win because we we haven't had a lot of that. We're frustrated, and you know, he's as he said, like I've been to the championship four so many times, and it's kind of a crapshoot. But 
I just want to win for my driver. And this feels like it might have been it. It really does. Ouch, that hurts. Um, 15th in points is Ricky Stenhouse Jr. And he's four below the cut line. But honestly, if I were him, I'd be going like, well, that's not so bad. Because um, he was the first driver to make a mistake. He sped on pit road in the first stage, got lapped, was able to take a wave around. Um, You know, they were never really in contention, even really for a top 10. But he ends up finishing 16th, not great by any stretch of the imagination, but um, also to like have the speeding penalty, finish 16th, and only be four points below the cut line. I'd be like, oh, well, that's that's not so bad. I mean, we're not thrilled with what happened, especially because we wanted to have a mistake-free race and, and have a better result. But, like, could be a lot worse, right? If Normally, if you had a, a, a mistake like that, you'd think, especially when you don't have many playoff points, you'd think, well, we're we're going to be significantly down here. But four, four points is not bad. No, it's not. And <clears throat> Bristol's a, a really good track for Ricky. But – the genesis of this team this year is not shooting ourselves in the foot and executing and maximizing. They didn't have a great car tonight, but they had a better car, I think, than 16. I think certainly they would have, if without the penalty tonight, they would have finished better than they did. And that's a huge thing because a lot of other guys that they're racing had issues. They would have finished ahead of them. And so this team having an issue on pit road and Ricky making a mistake that's the kind of thing that they have really tried to eliminate. And tonight they didn't do that. It's all they, they have harped on, uh, you know, we in round one, we cannot make mistakes. We cannot, we have to execute and they didn't execute tonight. And now they leave here, you know, only four points out, but I look at it and I say, they finished 16th, but if they didn't speed up pit road, they probably would have finished. I don't know, somewhere closer to the top 10, obviously. And that's that's probably four points right there, and he's on the other side of the cut line. So I just feel like, you know, they left a little bit on the table and they didn't follow the game plan that has worked so well for them. Yeah, I I, um, I don't know. I, I I have faith that they're going to turn it around, and I've, I've sort of believed in this team. Um, sure. But, yeah, you can't make – you can't really make another mistake like that at all. No. So they, they just have no margin for error as you, they as don't. you mentioned. So 16th in points, uh, you know, really the, the one driver that had just a really terrible night, uh, Oops. the one playoff driver, um, Michael McDowell, not only did they not run well, but they got into several just incidents and, and then he runs into Hamlin, um, you know, his own teammate, uh, was was part of it being uh, triggering the incident runs into Hamlin smashes up his car race over finishes 32nd um, and is 19 points out and you know he had been saying like look you know everybody's sleeping on us but we we know what to do here and 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 you look at his stats and he made a very compelling case because you know he's run well at Darlington he's run you know he they could, they could do it. Like they're the, yeah. had they, had they had mistake free three races? Uh, you know, I think it was gonna be very possible, but I think now already it's pretty much, he's, he's pretty much done. Oh, I mean, I know it's only 19 points, but a lot of points, 
Where are you going to get those 19 points from at Kansas on the other playoff drivers? At Bristol, okay, maybe there's some magic, but you need he's, a lot of he's, in, he's in big trouble at this point. Yeah, I mean, you don't really feel like you control your own destiny. Unless you feel like you can go out there and win one of these next two races, you're kind of at the mercy of what other people do. You need to go out there and run really, really well, and then you need a, well, you need four or five guys in front of you to have all sorts of problems repeatedly. So, yeah, that's tough. I mean, this is for it's kind of like the Senhouse thing for a team that really knew they had to execute and be mistake free in this round to get out of it. They they just everything that went wrong, everything that could go wrong went wrong, and now you're you're looking at an uphill battle, which is too bad because their goal, their stated goal, was to get out of round one because they've not done that before the last time they're in the playoffs, and I just I don't see it, and I had a moving on too in my bracket, so. Yeah, that's that's a shame. I mean, there there was compelling reason to think that um, it'd be possible the way that they've been running at times, and um, you know, yeah, it's this. You really couldn't come out in the first race though and do that. Uh, just have a night like this. So, nope. Really unfortunate. Well, Jordan, there was uh, some other things to talk about in the race aside from just the playoff drivers. Um, by the way, uh, we didn't talk about Chase Elliott but he did finish eighth and obviously he's alive in the uh, owner point championship. And I believe he is 11th in those standings. If you were, uh, hadn't already seen that somewhere, he's, uh, he's not in like amazing position to move on, but he's above the cut line in owners. So, um, see what he can do the next two weeks, but, um, just looking at other people. I mean, gosh, Eric Jones, who won the Southern family last year, uh, had, you know, really another, another solid run with a top 10 finish. And then his teammate, Carson Hosevar, I was really, really impressed with Carson Hosevar, yep. uh, finished 17th. What is only his second cup start? Uh, uh, yeah. Second or third. I think second, right? I mean, he, he had the one cup start where he subbed for LaJoy who was subbing for second, Elliot. Second. Yep. Right. Um, I mean, to go out in the Southern 500 and he finished ahead. He finished ahead of Truex, Harvick, Bell, Hamlin. Uh, I mean, yeah, to finish ahead of any playoff well. drivers in your, you know, second cup start in a, in a car that has really struggled all year for a team that struggled all year. Um, and, and just to run a smooth race with no issues. And mm-hmm. again, finish 17th. You know why you, you can see why people are so high on them. I mean, that's, that's great. That's, that's a really, that's, that's like a, put that one on the resume, you know, that was, that's pretty impressive. He is. He'll look good Uh, to come there next year. Oh, okay. Um, so, uh, there was another incident, Alex Bowman and Daniel Suarez. What, What did you think about this one? This was a, this was a weird one. Yeah. It just felt unnecessary. Like, I don't, I don't know any word to think of it. It's just, I mean, frustrating. It was an, the, the, the excessive blocking was unnecessary. And I just, I don't know. It, it felt very preventable. I, I don't know who they, they're both responsible. There's no, I don't, you know, they both could have probably done some things differently. I think Bowman probably bears a little bit more of the, the brunt of the, the blame. It just, I don't, it, it just, both these guys cost themselves really good finishes in a season where they have, you know, it's, their season hasn't gone as how they wanted it. And I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get it at all. Yeah. I mean, Bowman had just gotten past 
by Chastain, who had made sort of a bold move on him. And then, you know, I guess Suarez was about to be passing him. And so he threw the block. That that was ill-advised, right? Like he sort of tries to block twice. And he said that as, as much on Twitter afterwards. But also Suarez, I mean, and, you know, I, I you could say it's Bowman's fault for blocking and blah, blah, blah. But Suarez ruined his own night or, you know, he took himself out by not lifting. You know, could you cut somebody a break there? You know, he could continue on at least. He, he might be mad. I don't know. Does, does that make... Uh, I don't know if that's You're a fair that they, assessment, but like he could have, he could have just taken a breath for a second and said, you know what, that guy, I'm going to get that guy back later. That was, I hated that he blocked that, you know, twice on the same straightaway. Um, I don't know. Like, and said you tear up a race car. It just, again, it goes back to what I said. It's just unnecessary. He, yeah. He's, he finished 34th. He, Suarez was going to have a top 10 or, or yeah. close. So now what, here's one thing I, I really didn't like. Travis Mack, Suarez's crew chief. So, you know, Suarez went on TV. They, they didn't play his interview until after, or sorry, Bowman went on TV. They didn't play Bowman's interview until after. Um, and Bowman said, well, you know, I've had all these problems with these guys. You know, his crew chief flipped me off uh, in traffic on the way to the airport or something. And so Travis Mack quote tweeted it. And said, I'd like to know when I flipped him off. Ha, guess he can see into the future. On the way to the airport, someone check him for a concussion. I didn't like, I don't like that last line there at all. For somebody was that, that's, yeah. That, that, that was, yeah, that's unnecessary. So he had, he missed a bunch of races last playoffs a year ago for a concussion. So to then say someone check him for a concussion. Ah. Uh, no, I don't. I don't like that. That's that's too far. Sorry. I don't think that's that, that's not good. Yeah, I, I there's no point. I just it's it's good for us because it gives us something to talk about. But to me, it's like you just let it go. Just ignore it. Just let it go. Yeah, I don't know. Because you just you're just fueling it. All you're doing is you let Bowman make his comment and it's fine. No one's going to be talking about it. It's going to be forgotten. Well, he even could have said, I, I I don't know when I flipped him off. Maybe he yeah. can see in the future period. Yeah. Like, I don't know the, the concussion thing. That's the part that, uh, I don't think we should be cracking one liners about that kind of stuff. I don't know. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, uh, yeah. What else was there to talk about from from this race that jumped out of you? Anything else that you? Uh, Any comments on the uh, track lighting, Jeff? Well, I mean, I don't know. What? It, it's not great. It's not a good look. Uh, I, I didn't love that they. I didn't really like how it, it ran. So they they call a caution for it, right? And it, it had been you know something that had been on the radios for a while. I, I had messaged you probably 30 laps before that and like, Hey, what do you think about the lighting? People are talking about it on the, on the scanners. Um, and you heard more people talking about it as it was getting darker out and it was harder to see uh, on those lines up against the walls. So finally they called the caution, but then it was like, well, it's, you know, they're running under caution, you know, I think eight, nine laps, something like that. And they're saying, okay, well, 
they open pit road, they do the pit stops and they're like, well, um, yeah, we're going to get these electricians out here or whatever, but, um, do you guys want to go back racing? <laughs> it was like, well, wait a minute. If you're, if you're going to, if you're ready to go back racing and you're asking the drivers, are you guys good? But what was the caution for in the first place then? Because this, you know, Logano got the free pass out of that. Bell got to work on his car, uh, for a long time because of that, 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 that has playoff implications when you stop a race. Um, and so then I was like, well, I really don't think they should go. They should, they should have thrown a red flag or so then they, they don't get the answer they are looking for where some people are like, no, we shouldn't go back to racing. So they red flag it. Fortunately, they got it resolved in short order. Um, I was a little bit worried there where I was thinking, gosh, what happens if the, like the electricians come out or something or the power company and they're like, oh yeah, like this, this whole section of, you know, this, this, we need a part or something. It's not going to, we won't be able to fix this till tomorrow. The it's race was back order. The race is past the halfway point at that, at that time. So then what do you, I mean, I was like, oh gosh, this could be a real bad, but I, you know, it just wasn't a good look. Um, you know, I, I don't know if there's nobody to like get mad at necessarily. Like if Darlington says they tested the lights and it, it didn't present itself before that. Okay. Well, I mean, it's just bad, a bad break, I guess. But I mean, people rip on you, you rip on gateway. <laughs> for their stuff so no, no i think you were the one who rips on gateway more than i do i rip on texas you you are the captain of ripping on gateway i've never even been to gateway i've, I've just heard things i've heard horror stories but i don't think i've ever ripped on it per se are you <laughs> gaslighting me you were totally gaslighting no, no, i'm right saying I'm, i mean i've said that the what i've been told the infrastructure is not great there but you I said on this podcast, I could easily go find it. I don't even have to. I would like to. I don't think I've ripped on it. I think I just had pointed out some deficiencies. Oh, my gosh. All our listeners are with me right now. I know they are. Um, anyway, um, whatever. I mean, what do you think about the lighting thing? Eh, it's just, it's unfortunate. I, I hate to keep using this word. It's just unfortunate. Like, <laughs> it's just, it's, it's, it is what it is. What do you do, right? Bad break. It's, you know, they NASCAR tested the lights. They say they worked. Whatever reason, you know how things are. Sometimes things just stop working. You mean like the video version of this podcast? <laughs> the video version of this podcast that just froze on. <laughs> exactly. It just stops working. So Well, that's because the internet at Darlington, the infrastructure, is not good enough to have the video version of the podcast. It's uh, you know post you know the internet is post race at any tr- most tracks. Well, every other track we are able to uh do the video version. So, I'm just yeah. saying. Anyway, um, well, should we talk about the was it a good race poll? Yeah, we have that's a whole good. Uh, new slate. Yeah, 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 we do. And I like I put a little thing on Twitter, so I'm trying to help study it up here a little bit. What? What do you mean you yeah. put a little thing on Twitter? I just said in, I just put a thing out there informal straw poll. How would you rate tonight's race? You can't do that. Show me the bylaws. Show me the bylaws. That is absolute BS. Show me the bylaws. You, you're asking people. You're like just, doing a poll beforehand. I'm just getting a. a re, I'm reading the temperature of the room, Jeff. Wow, that is dirty. It's not dirty. I'm, 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 show me what I'm doing wrong. I mean, that is like uh, that is similar to messing with the tires or fuel or. Ew. Ew. 
Oh yeah, I see it. You did informal straw poll. How would you rate that? Is wow. And you know what? One of the first comments I'm I'm reading right here, Rocky Mountain Paul says, "Are you cheating while recording the podcast?" Well, Rocky Mountain Paul, Rocky Mountain Paul needs to understand what cheating is. This is not cheating because I this was never prohibited. Okay, I'm writing back to this person right now. Yes, he is. No, you're making accusations. That is cheat. Okay, well, not cheating. Anyway, that's fine. If, if that's the way you want to win, you're like. All year long, you're like, oh, uh, you know, uh, yeah, I don't even price this right because that's, you know, that's that's cheap. But you're, you're, oh, look, cheap. here is another person. Another person wrote back to you. This feels like cheating, IMO. Well, it's not. It may feel like it to you, but it's not. Okay. Show me the rules for this game. All right. Well, anyway, uh, you're up 1 0 because you won the regular season championship on a tiebreaker, even though it was 13 to 13. I won last week, but didn't matter because you won the tiebreaker. So you're up one zero. That is your playoff point to start. So can you go up two zero here? What is going to be your guess for the good race pull to open the playoffs? What do you think? Um, hang on one second here. Are you, are you looking for the, through the replies? I'm actually looking at something else. I have someone else who's input on these matters. I value greatly. Wait, you're asking other people and you're asking Twitter. Yeah. What what I, is going on? What I'm is going this, on? I am taking this seriously. That is not that's cheating. It's not cheating. Again, show me the rules. Where did you ever say that I can't solicit opinion from people? Uh, I, 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 yeah, exactly. You never did. Thank you. That is not in the spirit of the rules. If this was NASCAR, they would tell you to not come back with this policy that you're doing right here. <laughs> Chad Canales would be impressed, okay? Well, I hope ball doesn't lie and that I win, but what's your guess? Uh, 80, 80%. 80? 80. Okay. Well, since you're playing cheap, I don't really care about doing this. So I'll just say 80.1. I was going to say 83, but. Oh, 83. That's good. I'm too high. I was going to, that was going to be too high. I think it's going to be in the eighties. I think it's going to be the low eighties. Yeah. So, uh, I would gladly place prices, right? You here with all your help. Uh, you just apparently read replies of people saying it was an eight out of 10. So you just decided to guess 80. <laughs> oh my God. That is so cheap, dude, man. can't believe you pulled this. I, I, I you know what? I'm going to start my target shopping list. Now this is, I'm going to make this hurt if you're going to use this, this tactic. Make wow. sure to get me some comfortable new balance sneakers, please. Oh, I'm not. Do I have to pay for it? Yeah. I ain't paying for it. You no, I would just give you clothes that I already bought. I'm not going to buy you new clothes. I'm wearing clothes that you already wore. Yeah. I don't want to pay. Oh, I'm not wearing, you know no, no, you know. no, no, no. I'm not wearing clothes that you wore. That's disgusting. Well, I have a washing machine. No, 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 no. Wait, are you going to buy me like a new sport coat? If I was going to buy you some ridiculous. I was going to buy you some ridiculous outfit. Yes. Wait, so if I lose, I get a new sport coat and outfit? Well, can... well, be careful what you wish for there, my friend. <laughs> be careful what you wish for. I thought okay. you were just going to loan me some outrageous thing from your 70s you. wardrobe. I, first, I would. No, you're not. No, you're not touching my sports coats. 
You're not, I would not borrow you one of my, I do not borrow people my sports coat. So no. Wow. This has been a shocking five minutes. <laughs> okay. You obviously thought I was going to give you one of my jackets. Yeah. Why would you buy me? Don't sports coasts like cost a lot of money? Some of them do. Yeah. But I'm not, I'm not letting you touch. No, I had, I had a very particular outfit in mind. Oh my God. Oh my God. You know what? I feel really good about speaking of how we feel. I feel really good about everybody right now nodding their head with me that you cheated. That didn't cheat. I don't appreciate the word. That's slander. Stop. Okay. I'm just, I just feel good that I, I have the people on my side. So I'm leaving here feeling good. I don't know how you're feeling, but positive. I'm, I'm on a positive note with, with week one here. So thanks, Jordan. <laughs> I appreciate that. You're welcome. You're welcome, Jeff. Well, next week is Kansas. Um, I will be there and we will be the roles flipping. Uh, and then we'll be back together for the Bristol night race in two weeks. Another late, late night there. So what is it? Almost two o'clock in the morning now? One forty-three. Okay. Well, what are you going to be there till the sun comes up or something? Just like Daytona. <laughs> yeah. I wish I was kidding. I'm not. You're not. Yeah. Everybody needs to tell Jordan that. Just go, go back, get some sleep, and then write your article. They can wait a few hours. They don't need it like at 5 a.m. on Labor Day when they wake up. But it makes me feel better because then I can wake up and largely I've got everything scored away and I'm not in scramble mode and I can kind of try to, you know, get everything kind of buttoned up a little bit easier that way. Yeah, but we're old. We're old now. We can't, our bodies can't do this all-nighter thing. I am not old. You're one year younger than me and I'm old. You're old. You act old. I'm young. I act young. My body can do this. My body does this all the time. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, <laughs> everybody, we of course. Maybe you need to get, why don't you go to bed there, Grandpa? Okay. Okay. Oh, wait, wait, wait. I have to tell everybody. Uh, oh, if Lord. there's, there's no way everybody, anybody's still listening to this, but if you are, you know, we are running a one dollar deal right now on the Athletic. One dollar per month for the first year that you're a subscriber and you know, we would appreciate your support to read our articles uh, because you know, this podcast is not like paying the bills. I know people think, Oh, podcasts. No, we're not like, we're not making money off this podcast or at least that I know of. So we make money because uh, people subscribe to the athletic and then they pay us to go to the races and write about the races and talk to people and things like that. So if you could please become a subscriber or at least consider it. That'd be great. Uh, you can go to the pin tweet on my profile on Jordan's profile. Who cares? Give Jordan the credit for a subscription. Give me whatever, whatever. We just need uh, people to see that um, they're subscribing to read about NASCAR motorsports, because then we will get to do more coverage, go to more races and keep our jobs and keep paying our bills so that Jordan can buy me a new sports coat at the end of the year. <laughs> so um, anyway, we would appreciate that. Again, it's uh, just go to our profiles on X, formerly known as Twitter, um, and we will have pinned tweets there with the link, or at least I will. You should, Jordan. You should do that too. I, uh, I will do that. Okay. Everybody, uh, thanks as always for listening, and we will talk to you next time on The Teardown. See you, everybody.